can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! week Don and just before we start I just I know this is uh, the doc when he comes on or if he listens to this he'll be annoyed but I want to give a very quick special shout out just first up to um, the Daily Mail who reported faithfully uh, our podcast last week about um, mind you they just said it was on our weekly show they didn't mention that it was you cannot be serious but uh, a great shout out to them who reported faithfully um, our podcast and what I said about the voice and the brainwashing of children in uh, kindergartens about the welcome to the country and the history of all Australia not just uh, Aboriginal Australians and uh, they reported faithfully what I said so uh, they were just sort of more or less um, endorsing uh, what we had said by being very, very uh, accurate and reporting exactly what I said. So, I so you're, happy li- you're a happy little soul, uh, are you? Very, very good. Uh, very, very, very good of them to draw attention I think to they the should fact. Ta- they should really appreciate because you don't hand out compliments. No, do I just, they just help to you're reinforce in. what I said by just reprinting it. So thanks to them. Um, but I know they would be a bit... Averse or adverse, averse to um, mentioning what our show is called. You cannot be serious because they don't want to be accused of plagiarising stuff to fill their paper up with. But so they did don't say they said it was on our weekly show, but they couldn't bring that's themselves all right. to that's say. That's all right. Okay, okay. Uh, and they said that uh, that uh, it was a sort of a rant. It wasn't a rant of mine. It, it was. It was well. Well, it all depends you, what you, you go call off on your tree. No, a rant is something that is uh, a, a that is. Um, it's your form of Asperger. Yeah, but it's your form of Asperger. You no. you just get onto with something and you just can't let it what go. What I made was a pronouncement, Don, no, which no, is no. Uh, to enunciate or articulate something no. in a particular no. manner. That's you what I did. You just go off your tree a lot of and the time. So, um, and we, we repeat again that we have been right on the voice and brainwashing of children and the history of all Australia, not just uh, Aboriginal Australia. And uh, I indicated uh, uh, who were the first inhabitants. If you think I made that up, that comes from historians who have actually have gone into it and many of them are Aboriginal historians. So don't think that I make it up. I just get that from uh, documents that I read rather than the biased stuff that is pushed out on behalf of okay, activists. You've given as much time as you did last week let's move on right so um then i watched and i just this is just along the same theme i know you did too but um i watched the um uh the the australia play who did they play well they, they no, no, no no the second game who did they play and we had to watch the you know the the we Canada. Had to, what are you talking yes, no, i've watched Ireland. Canada. No. Nigeria or no, 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 yeah, Nigeria and and uh, we've only Canada. We've one, haven't we? No, we played three. Now we're into the second round. Okay, we played three. Yes. So I so we won two. I watched the last one. We had what to Canada. Yes. Yeah. Right. 
That's right. No, I thought the Canadians were terrible. Why? No, but I just maybe because the Australians. Well, I were thought good. it was great. Well, the Australians went from the start and didn't allow the Canadians to come into the game. But we we had to endure once again. Um, had to endure the tiresome pandering of the self-appointed sort of interlopers who. Hang on, are you going to talk about the opening ceremony? Yep. I turn it off, mate. They just rabbit. I, on. I turn it off. Why we why we put up with that? Yeah, because it's just it gains strength because no one pushes back on it. It was never a problem until the start of this uh, century, two thousand. I think Ernie Dingo, as a joke, said that uh, we should welcome the people who've been on the land as a joke, and now it just goes from strength to strength. Self-appointed okay. arbiters right, to let's tell get us back to, let's that get we back have to the permission soccer. to be here. In our okay, country, right uh, why we put up with it. Well, well you, you've got a choice, which I did, and that was just turn it down and change the channel while that went on. Oh, and then I came back to the sport. But listen, let's get, back to the, let's get back to the soccer. Yes. Why does the coach receive the criticism that he's getting? This Tony Gustafsson. Now, when he took over the team, he was criticised. But what he was doing, and you can see it now, he was developing depth. Now, that team is the best team. And the other thing that came of flash, why the women in Australia are much better internationally sports-wise than what the men are. And it's not the soccer, it's swimming. I watched the swimming. Fantastic weekend of sport. We had rugby union, Australia playing New Zealand, Bledisloe Cup. Unfortunately, they're just not good enough. Australia, the swimming's fantastic from uh, Japan. We have the soccer just fantastic. <laughs> Not that I'm a sports nut, but the beauty of sport is you really do see the true characters of the people involved. Do you know the beauty of... And there's not too many pursuits in life where you see the real no. character of someone. Do you know someone. the beauty of sport, in my opinion, Don, is... It doesn't I'm matter sure. with your rich, poor, whatever. If you want to the do it, The beauty of can. sport is that you go along to watch and... And barrack for and support who you wish without any political interference. If you can possibly get away from the politics of people who run sport and want to insert their, want to assert their opinion through the sport that they govern, to no, tell no, you, hang on, you're getting off the subject. The I'm beauty not. of sport is it doesn't matter about your race, your creed, or whatever you come from. If you've got this ability or whatever else. That is the determining factor, not money my, my or privilege dear, position or my, whatever else. My dear man, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying, yeah, but you're politicising it. I'm saying it is great to watch the sport without any interference from political agendas that are pushed on you through the sport that they govern. That's exactly what I'm saying, Don. It's fantastic. Keep and also, it out just, just of getting the sport. Just getting back to it, uh, Gustafsson. Could you not understand Will you that? Shut up said about or was criticised about not allowing or not giving an update on Sam Kerr. I wouldn't have done that either. I mean, that's a tactical ploy. He, she is one of the best players in the world. The team would be out there trying to work something out and you'd keep the, her under wraps or keep the injury under wraps. That's part of the ploy. So why is he criticised about that? And the girls are not getting... You know, some of the media aspects are not being able to be interviewed in some cases. I would keep them under wraps as well. Hmm. 
you know, everything but they're you, doing is right, but yes. they're getting criticised for doing the things that are right. Because the media tried to be edgy and bloody or obstinate and try intrusive, and make a intrusive. name for themselves by asking pesky, stupid, irrelevant questions, hoping to get a bit of clickbait or a headline out of it, Don. They are vicariously. Do you know what that word no. means? Vicariously means you're living your life through someone else. They vicariously live their sporting lives through oh, the I people who make the do. sport go I round. Don't. Oh, I don't, anyway. I think what do you fa- mean? I think, I think, I think that. <laughs> and I liked, I, I, I watched England play China last night. It was a contrast of physiques and players. You had the English girls who were really big and strong Whereas the Chinese, they're the best Asian team, the best team out of Asia. They were short and, and quicker, England. Good. They dominated. China got a goal. Well, but you I could watched. see the difference, but I could still see the merits of both teams. And Well, I watched uh, USA and Portugal from New Zealand. Oh, okay. Because uh, you had to get onto Optus, why we can't watch them all. But that's a... Uh, yeah, uh, I'd that's love a, to know. Uh, that's a... Um, you have to bid for it, a rights campaign. Uh, so, uh, and the USA, uh, if they had been beaten, they were out. The world, really? They were out, the world champions. And Portugal hit the crossbar, not the crossbar, the upright, in the last five minutes. And if they that had been a goal, they would have gone in and the world champions knew... Out. Out. Really? And just for the sake of an inch, on yeah. uh, you know, an inch can make a difference, Don. And um, they were devastated. Anyhow, that was the biggest, the biggest crowd of any. What s- in New Zealand? Big. Uh, this is what they said. Bigger on, than the All Blacks. I'm Don. I've. I'm wow. only just. I think they said it's the biggest crowd that they've ever had for any. Sp- Football, sporting, uh, any football match ever. I think that included all brands of football. Really? Now I stand corrected on that. Don. Well, it sounds best, extravagant, no, doesn't it's it? It's the best football for as far as the ladies are concerned. Uh, anyhow, so so um, so that's going great, and it'd be I went to the football on the weekend. The local football, Red Hill playing YCW. Local football at Red Hill. God, oh can you believe it was inclusive round? I walked in, oh, I no. thought Red Hill have changed their jerseys. Oh, and this LGBGT plus or whatever, you, you're across it. Wasn't have that, they got it? a new flag? Because there is the rainbow flag, yeah. but what do you call a V at the end? It's not a... It's a Vegan? Of, it's a, no, it's a kind Virgin? of a yoke. A yoke which goes white. I think it's got purple and a black stripe in is that LG? Is this the LGBT? Oh. But anyway, I walked in. Might be. I, might I be thought trans. YCW, the Frankston YCW team were in their traditional. Jo- and here are the the Red Hill boys. You can't believe this. Why do There's they wear five it? flags. There's five flags. There was the Australian flag. There was the Aboriginal flag. There was the Torres Strait Islander flag. There was the uh, LGBT or whatever flag. Gave pride And the Red Hill flag. Five flags flying. And the towers around the ground, you know, the lighting towers that so allows the boys to train. Done up with bunting. They've been painted red. (laughs) And they have indigenous paintings or symbols or what. Right up. Yeah. 
right around the ground. Well, if you put up with it, if you don't push back in it, it'll just keep going and going. We push back in it because it's absolute nonsense. It's we are Australians, all of us, one and all. We don't uh, discriminate between uh, race and colour and all. But they keep just trying to divide us. I think by it's a council. I think it's a council down there, the Mornington Shire, because they wanted to change names Until of streets. To indigenous names at one stage. They call the Rosebud Aquatic Centre the Wawa or Wawa or something. I can't, and, I can't and, believe it. And, and tell me this, Don. Uh, the, the media made a big song and dance about a footballer coming out and saying he was gay. Uh, why? Why does the media the media push all this nonsense? Who cares if a footballer comes out and plays for any AFL side if he's gay? Who cares what his uh, sexual orientation is? They only draw attention to it so that it makes people pissed off that we actually talk about it. We don't care. We don't care if you're gay, lesbian, GLBQ, uh, trans, whatever. Stop just telling everyone about it. Let people do what they want to do. They keep dividing all this uh, stuff about people saying, "What the hell did they? We go on with this. This is why we get annoyed with it." And we have first-hand experience. If you wonder why we go on about it, we were taken to task by McLaughlin and his little bag man uh, uh, for discussing the, the bag wind- man. Oh, well, just by discussing the the, the Winmar thing with she and you and me about why he lifted his jumper. If you wonder why we are preoccupied with it, because we were done over for the political agenda of those people trying to massage their own egos. And uh, I've never I forgotten noticed, for uh, it. I noticed uh, our combatant in that, or Leon's wire, he's, he's helping. He's yep. helping the Victorian government in their compensation deal over in London. No, oh, is he? No, hang on, hang on. Yep. I thought the government had have their own negotiators. Why do you employ an outside person to do that? And because then they... I started to wonder about the costs. That would have cost the Victorian government a lot of money. He irrelevant people. Uh, what? Re- irrelevant. No, I mean, you, you've, got yeah, a top irrelevant. Bar- you've got a top barrister, you know, one of Melbourne's best... Mm. And his fees for a day would be quite substantial. He's gone for a week or two weeks. Didn't the fare's he over and whatever else. So there wouldn't be much change out of well over $100,000. Oh, didn't he help McLaughlin uh, um, ramp up against us? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, did you? That's what I, I said. See, I wonder who paid for his uh, services. Or no, no, that was pro that, bono. I see. They were just massaging their own egos no. by doing it, were they? No, no, no. Fair dinkum. The most disgraceful court case ever brought against anyone. Speaking of court cases, Don, will we just uh, segue on to iCook? Although there's another court case that I'd like to bring up too. Well, why so, don't you do that before well, I segue why d- on to it, iCook? It amazed me why Daniel Andrews gave evidence in camera under IBAC. And you got Robert Redlick, Redlick, Redlick. Redlick coming out and criticising the state government and the power, well, and also drawing attention to IBAC, which is supposed to keep people in, in check and the way its powers or whatever have been eroded. It's just amazing what's going on. How does Daniel Andrews do, give evidence in camera whereas other people don't? 
No idea, but no one pushes back on it. And if you let people get away with it, they'll take an inch and they get a mile in the end. And if the opposition don't uh, ramp up against it or if they have the numbers in Parliament, they can't do anything about it. If you don't have the numbers, you can push anything through you like and you can make your own rules up. That's and the, the people who advise Daniel Andrews, he's got his media advisors, he ought to have a stylist too because his taste as far as dress is concerned for the Premier, the top man in Victoria to go and represent mm. the state at various functions regionally where wearing a bloody zip frass and polo fleece, it might even be a north face I don't know, might it? an open neck shirt I mean the top man should have a collar and tie and a suit on shouldn't sounds he? like he's a bogan no, don't say that. I said it I sounds didn't say like, that. I'm saying it sounds like. I just think he should be re- employing, as well as his media advisors, so, he should be having a stylist on so board. So for three years, Don, you and I have been on this, along with Andrew Rule and a couple of others, about the iCook Food saga where they were run out of business uh, for the benefit of uh, the government organisation called Community Chef. They were run out of business falsely and uh, um, deliberately and fraudulently. And finally, iCook Foods is getting their day in court, the Supreme Court in Victoria. That was supposed to be done on Monday. We announced it last week. It was going to be Monday, Sutton. I know, I'm telling you now, Don, it's on today because it was held over. Today's Wednesday. I'm telling you it's happening today because it was held over for two days. It was meant to be on... uh, Why? Does it matter why? It does because I've got so many conspiracy theories. Do you think the fact that it was advertised for Monday, the cameras... I don't believe the cameras are at court right now. And that might be another means of not giving publicity to the case. Now, you've just had Rod Porter ring up saying there's no publicity here. Now, we said on the podcast last week, Sutton is going to be on the stand on Monday. Now they've delayed it two days. And there is no media coverage at the court, the Supreme Court today, right now. So is that a, So you wonder why I worry like, about conspiracy theories. So it's a bit like, I don't, please don't roll your eyes at this, Don, but it's exactly the same thing as what's happening in America. Oh, fuck. Now, I'm just telling you this, Don. Joe don't Biden. Don't worry about I'm America. telling you this now, mate. This is exactly what's going oh. on. The mainstream media who have sides will not... Will not cover things that they think is deleterious to the party that they cover's interests. In America, Joe Biden has been found fraudulently be taking money from several governments through his son and they have documented evidence of it and CNN won't even use it as a... They don't, have not mentioned one one minute of it and is the biggest scandal in American history Let ever. Let them worry about their well, thing. I'm just Get, I'm, why don't you, uh, I'm why aren't you more you passionate English, about you, what's happening in our... I'm, about to, I'm just telling you, it's exactly what's happening here with iCook Foods. Now, iCook Foods, the chief witness is on the stand uh, today. He'll be, this is Brett Sutton, and he is being charged with a term called malfeasance. What? Malfeasance. Which is, there a is charge? It, 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 he's been asked to he, he's been asked to um, confirm why he cancelled iCook Foods license. He's been cited for malfeasance, which is uh, it means it's been it's it actually means you're lying. Oh. It's legally unjustified or harmful to the con. It's legally unjustified malfeasance or harmful 
to um, uh, to the contract or contrary to the law. Harmful and contrary to the law is malfeasance. He's been cited for that because he closed down I Cook Foods because he said it was unsafe and unfit to package up and deliver food without testing the food. When they tested it, they found that that was completely wrong, it was completely safe and it was fit for consumption and he closed them down and he is in court as a result of that today and he's going to be asked to be justify why he closed it down without any authority, or he had the authority, without any evidence to back up what he did because the inference, of course, is that he uh, got rid of iCook Foods, a free enterprise company, to put in the government-funded uh, uh, food organisation called Community Chef. Uh, and then after they finished with doing that with him, they should... We were ahead of the curve here, Don, and you'll remember we've spoken twice to Robbie Peterson. We've been oh, ahead, yes. ahead of the curve about the COVID bullshit. <coughs> they are now finding that this was Mr Fauci has been an absolute liar and a completely corrupt arm of the Biden government. Will he be charged? And it's happened I'm here. I'm asking you a question. Do you well, think will, he'll be will charged? Will Sutton be charged? Or will Fauci? Oh, well, well, they've and, both lied, haven't they? And, 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 of course, the Premier closed this oh, state yeah. down. Uh, more harm went out. Any evidence at all? We've read out all the things that COVID and wasn't Medina, responsible they're, they're, for. In Sweden, they conducted tests on Medina about the heart problems uh, We read caused. out all the things that uh, COVID wasn't responsible for. And... Um, uh, this is what they uh, just for the sake of doing it. They lied about uh, this is this is what this is what they did, Don. They lied about. Oh no! Just quickly read it out again. They lied about the COVID death statistics. They lied about there was no treatment. Uh, you could uh, you, there was that, that there was no treatment. You could go home and turn your, your you turn blue and then go to hospital. They lied about the ventilators. They lied about the hospitals were overflowing. They lied about. Wearing masks, they lied about lockdowns. They lied about and you know who was the first family okay. viewing their relatives. They and you lied know who was one of the first to write about this? Her name, and you should give it. We'll give her a shout out. Ready, Shari Markson. She writes in the Australian. She wrote about twelve months ago yep. about this in the Australian, and now it's uh, starting to be acknowledged. It's a, well, good as on you, said, it's Shari. a worldwide cover-up. Is that uh, Max Markson's? No, I don't think so, but Shari. Shari Markson, she writes for The Australian, this and is what she was one of the first in the world, if not the first, to come out 12 uh, months ago in The Australian. Uh, and, and, this, and, and this government here in this state is, is, fits all these. They lied about the safety of the vaccines. They lied about, tried to hide their data for 75 years. They didn't want it to be published for 75 years. They lied to the extent of the vaccine injuries. They lied about even calling the shots vaccines. They lied about the need for vaccine passports. They lied about the try to justify human rights advice abuses and the vaccine mandates. They lied about the rates. Of, they, they lied about everything. And what about the businesses that have gone out, the, the small businesses that have gone out of business? Would they have a case to sue? Let's hope so, and let's hope uh, Brett Sutton, when he's finished with the iCook Foods, I ask him to justify why he completely drove this state into the ground along with the Premier. And um, uh, when you consider everything that's being... And even the people who uh, were great supporters of the vaccine have now found out that, this, uh, new, that, that all this information was complete hoax, uh, complete lie.
so that's uh, so that that's that now. Don. Can I ask you a question, please? I I, turned, I did a flick the other day. Came in from outside, flicked the TV on, and they had car racing. Now they yes. sounded like the cars sounded like a high speed drill that the dentist operates. It, it was squealing. And I think they call them Formula e- E's. Yes, they're battery-operated. Oh, uh, that's what I... And they were racing. They seemed to be in a car park. They were what racing do you reckon some, the E stood for? I don't know. Electric, eh? Oh, yeah. thank you. This is what I might Or did you think for? it might have been exhaust? She's pissing us off. Formula E is electric, Don. This is the new... It uh, could be E for egg too, Johnny. Now, I don't watch the car e race. E for what? Egg, egg, E, double G, egg. Why would it be egg? Well, you said Formula E. Now, I don't watch it, so why would they call it, to me, why would they call it Formula E? They call the other one, what, Formula One? Why? Yeah, because it's the number one oh, sport. Uh, anyway, it's I'm electric. not into it, but I was intrigued where they were racing. They seemed to be going through a car park somewhere over in it Europe. Be, or a, be, a, be a road circuit, Don. Be a road circuit. We go a through a car park. A lot of it was undercover. Here. We go through a car park in our Grand Prix here in Melbourne, Where? around Albert Park. It goes through a car park. Where? <laughs> that, that, undercover. No, undercover. You said, oh, oh, you mean an undercover car park? Yeah, undercover car oh, park. I'm sorry, no, I didn't hear. I didn't understand. That's what said. it seemed to be. But they were screaming. These cars were screaming. They, they only can do them so many laps because they run out of battery power. Is that right? Yeah, they, they're limited to a certain amount of laps and they go very quickly and they've got great acceleration. What, better than the Formula 1s? Uh, or quicker? Well, it's only, it's only governed by how much grip the tyres can uh, impart onto the road without spinning the ah, wheels. Thank you. You've answered me. Thank you very much. And talking about roads, you oh, live in Melbourne. We? Yeah. Uh, two people in the last couple of days have told me that the roads are very quiet. Is there any particular reason why the roads are quiet in Melbourne at the moment? As in not a lot of traffic? Not a lot of traffic. One not making the first a lot of sound was, through uh, the tyres. The first one was a friend had an appointment at Epworth Hospital, which is in Richmond, had to go to Brighton, and there wasn't <laughs> any cars on the road at peak hour, or very, very few and another person travelling through with a horse uh, on a back Travelling through with a horse? No, on a trailer, in a trailer. Oh. Said exactly the same thing. <laughs> and oh, I was shit. talking to them as Travel I was driving. The they said the roads are very quiet at the moment. Why is oh, that? Well. Are they working from home, people? Maybe, Don, or maybe the price of fuel is so high that people oh. aren't driving their cars. Is that right? Uh, that's, that's how they'll get us out of driving petrol-driven cars. Hey, listen, watching the soccer the other night, yeah. And then I flicked on it for five minutes to the footy. Why do the AFL footballers wear their socks down? <laughs> and I watched the soccer girls. They have them pulled up. They look far more athletic. They look quicker. In our time, when you had your socks down, you were like an old plodding cart horse. Yes. Did you wear your – you didn't wear your socks no, down, did you? I Neither didn't. did I. You pulled them right up. Because we had shin guards on. Yes, but it still didn't. No, work. I know. That's right. Yep. Got to look the part, Don. I think so, but yes. these AFL footballers, yeah. they're all down with no... The socks are down around their ankles. That's right, Don. Yeah, not a good look. We it's want, shit We want to, want to try and emphasise the brand by all looking neat. Well, you know... And the girls look so much better. I just, yeah, I noticed that. The other day. Now, Don, someone sent in a bloke called Trent... Uh, who uh, he, he comes on uh, WhatsApp. <laughs> he sent a picture of, I'm um, just getting it for you, he sent a picture, 
where are just a minute here we are. he sent a picture Trent did of um, a big solvo canister container with a big plunger in it saying and he's got the caption underneath Don would be in heaven it's a big solvo container yeah he probably you said went to Bunnings Sol- he didn't go to fucking yeah, Bunnings that- Container would be at Bunnings. I don't want that pressure thing. I want a cake of soap. With Solvol. Yes. Do you remember the oh, – well, you don't remember. I do. And I've got – and I just bought in. I was so going to get – So he said, Don, <coughs> you'll have an optical orgasm if you see that. I'm showing no, it to you now. I've seen it. I can see you getting firm What's his name? Speak. Trent. Yeah. Trent, no. Dr. Z from America sent me the stuff. It's called Lava Soap, which is a substitute. We ought to get the agency for uh, Lava Soap and sell it. Oh, yeah. That would right? be a big seller. Don't be we could have a big sign venture. in the f- desk here, Lava Soap. Oh, fuck. It's how better than the Solvo. Buy, how many people would buy Lava Soap? There'd be another well, harebrained venture of yours that would put us out of business. Well, we would get... You're what? trying to make money out of this. Hey, remember the other... I reckon we could do a lot up, better shut than up. getting Lava Soap to shut kick up. us off. What about the other one I bought back when we were playing about putting a key? You remember running was all the go back in our day? And people would pull their key. You wanted to... I bought back that little thing you put your key in. Do you remember that? There was another one we were going to do. That's right. These harebrained schemes of yours, Don, that just end up going nowhere. And then nowhere. the moleskin tape. We were going to do the moleskin tape. Yeah. You know, Johnson & Johnson yeah. used to use No, it. moleskin tape's all right, but... Well, what about the key? You wanted to do the key, won't you? We would have made a lot of money out of our own. And shout-outs. You're into glass houses. You had that Pamela Anderson house down in uh, Richmond... I was no St Kilda. I went looking at glass houses yesterday. And do you know you can get them in all shapes and sizes for growing your plants? Glass houses? Glass houses. You know, hot houses? Oh, hot house. Hot houses or glass houses. They call glass houses. That's the name of the company. That's the name of the company. Yeah, glass house company. They make hot house. They make hot house where you put your plants. And you, you can you get them on? about two metres by two metres, all varying sizes. Where anyway, I'm giving on? a shout-out. I'm giving a shout-out to Gary Anderson. He operates the company. It's called Glasshouse, the, the Glasshouse Company. They're well, down in Mornington. you only shout-out if he listens. He does listen. He be, that's why I'm doing it, well, because he good. said he listened to the Warwick Kappa Ricky Nixon interview last week. Yeah. Oh, don't laugh. I, Anyway. Well, they, they, they ended up becoming what? suck Oh, it was pathetic. <laughs> it was pathetic. God. Well, don't be we so should have had the cameras. Did you have the cameras yeah, going? Yeah, we, we put it on. We put a well, bit we, of Well, we put them to air. The work that Robert, what's his own worry, Kappa's had done to himself. Did we put it to air, Don? We've got, we've got Metro Golden Mayor's assistant over here, Sue. She's putting stuff to air on your behalf and my behalf. We don't know how to do it. So that's what we So that, that went to, so the people can see worry Some Kappa. Some of it, didn't it? No. Some of it went to air, yeah. Some of it. But the broadcast went to air, of course. Okay. Well, anyway, if you're looking for a hot house or a glass house to grow your veg, you might want to – you could grow a bit of dope in it, couldn't you? I just said I hope you're growing hooched on that. would oh, be a good you? example. I did say that, I could Don. press it. Do you see they're trying to legalise, um, you know, medicinal marijuana? <sighs> Jeez. God. That's really helped me, that marijuana. Pain, whatever else. Uh, has it? Yeah. Uh, what, what, what the the uh, the marijuana oil? Yes. 
Uh, I don't know what I'd do. I've given away the all the heavy shit, you know, tramadol and have you? the naprosins and indicids. Have and you heard from the doc lately, who? James? Uh, no, no, no. He's he, killed them. He's dropped off. He's gone. He's off to Sydney. He's off he's to Queensland. Off. He's used us to become no, famous. He hasn't. Now he's <laughs> no, he hasn't. He's, he's off to Queensland. He's moving back to where he came from. And so, Gary Anderson, I've given the. Doctor, a shout-out in America for sending me these lava soap. And the next one, now this is fantastic. You told me yesterday that we've invested in uh, B-Fit Foods. We have. We have well, that was an executive decision. Y- yeah, you Yeah, and you I. did it on my behalf. Yeah, Thank and you I very paid, much for consulting me. And I me. paid for it. Oh, so you put me in. I, I put you and I in and I paid. You, I asked you for no money. We well, are I'll give invest- you money. We you are, will not pay for me. We are an investor. <laughs> we are a crowd venture. Vest- you think we could finish up like Bondi Sands and sell, our, crowd, and sell it for millions? We are a crowd. Did you see Bondi Sands sell for 40? And do you know who's the, who the original backer was of Bondi Sands? No. We played football against him, Gary Wilson. Right. So, Don, if what I could finish. Now, we hang are, on. No, just shut Would up, you shut Don. Up? No, Don, I'm go- you can do that just a minute. You said, got on to, we are an investor in crowd venture. We are... Be fit We foods. are now part of their company. So we're putting our money where our mouth and is. And I am going to give you a testimony from a man called Luke from Ballarat who has tabulated his weight loss oh, over six months. He started... Look there it that. is. There's a bit of paper. Could you he be started November... 22nd last year. He was 121 kilos. Now, each week he has measured. He's lost uh, one kilo. He's lost four One there. kilo. Shut up. In one week. In one week. <laughs> now we get up to the 29th of July. 29th of July last oh, week. Fuck. He is 99.7. He has lost 21 kilos in six months. How much is that? 21, that's four, that's 40. What? Type? Hey, shit, that's over three stone. In the so, so four like stone. From eating B-Fit food. B-Fit food. He's Nuke. on it and he has kept his... There it is. Look, there's a bit of paper. Oh, I know, mate. Could you be bothered? If we you? had a camera, I would hold this up to the well, camera. Well, we'll hold it up when we do the intro. We'll say this is the statistics. This is Luke. Luke's yeah. weight loss. So you're giving him a shout out. No, yeah. you're giving B-Fit no, food. No, I'm giving B-Fit food well, and also Luke because at we're least... Part, we're part of the company. Okay, but at least Small Luke has part. done it properly <laughs> and stuck at it. Not many people stick at these things, but he's been doing it for six months. Fancy the only you, trouble is he loves the beer, they tell me. Fancy you saying I've made an executive decision. I put you in, asked you for no money, so that we're now part of B-Fit Foods. So I don't want you controlling my life. You try and control everyone else's life. Don't control mine. Now, Mick Christian. Michael oh, jeez, there's another monster. Well, incidentally, we got a text. Uh, so you got a text from Ivan. He was just getting He's on the... He's the word we now. He's plural. You're inter... Don, just let me get a sentence out. Sue got a text from Ivan this morning saying he was just getting on the plane from uh, Perth to come over here and was the podcast going to be televised or whatever so he could stream it on the plane or something? I'm fucked if I know what he... Uh, Did he get recognised as he... Did he oh, get recognised yeah, as he went through? Yeah. Now, Don, this is from Ivan. Ivan, do you know? Do you know this that he has he has had he has had manufactured some stubby holders with Ivan your, has 
you fucking you know, do you said this is from Why Ivan. would Ivan manufacture stubby Did holders? Did you, you replay that? You said Ivan said he's manufactured stubby holders. I said Ivan said, have, are we televising this because he wanted to stream it on the plane coming home from And Perth. then you said about Ivan making stubby holders. I don't believe I did say that. You did. You got Michael CTA. Christian has now has now manufactured uh, some stubby holders with your photo and my photo on them in the in the in the in the red form stubby holders, and he said, "He'll have a listen to this." He said. For Father's Day. Oh, bullshit. He said, I'm reading it out. He said, he said I'm reading it out, Don. And here it is. He said, here we go. G'day, Sam. A shout-out, please, from Greg, Greg to Greg from Mentone. Greg listens every week and mentioned that he saw Rex. Oh, he saw in, in the oh, walking. Rex. So, so he said to her, so well done. Hello, Rex. And also Billy Hodges. He said his name was Hughes, but he got that wrong. It's Hodges. Billy Hodges was the highest offer for the cap number two. And number three, we've already had offers. Do you remember the signed cap uh, that went for $900? The Who sec- signed it? Oh, God almighty, Don, please. You're going, Did you're, I'm surely you're doing, this as, you're doing this on purpose, are you? Please, are you? Oh, you fuck. Who signed it? You signed I it. I didn't. You signed it, I signed it. Ivan, so he, Mick Christian. There must be a counterfeiter around. Have a listen to this. Mick Christian sent over a cap, you cannot be serious, for Ivan to sign oh, it. Oh, bullshit. And it's not even Ivan, it's not his name. <laughs> I said, you could have written Ivan, <laughs> Mick. He said, no, we can't defraud people. Oh, no. And Ben Fordham has signed it and Rex. They five great signatures <laughs> and... Uh, we're into the third uh, uh, cap that he's auctioning, and he says also taking <laughs> orders for the stubby holders for Father's Day. Stubby. <laughs> oh, I think we better look into I, this. I, I, I think know. somebody's forging these signatures. I don't know how. how Who? There's I, a culprit here. I don't know how much Don the stubby holders mix letting them go for, <laughs> but they they've got your photo and my photo on them, and, and he said he's only made a thousand of them. So get in quick. I think we better a thousand. <laughs> we better be like the boy, the Bond brothers over in Adelaide. He, he said, "Get in quick for Father's Day, so you can." How'd you, be, how'd you be, your father? Get, how'd you be giving your old man a fucking stubby older for Father's Day? Says, "Thanks, son. Could you afford it?" Uh, I don't know how much they are, Mick. I hope he's selling them for a premium because it's got your photo and my photo on it. What is he cutting up wetsuits? Wets wetsuits. <laughs> Uh, 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 I'm not sure if I did this last week. Uh, did I say Leo Carey from Coroit? Leo is a keen golfer and Cats fan. Did I say that? No, tell me about Leo. Uh, Billy, Billy, Billy. Billy who? Billy Hodges. Uh, Billy. No, I think I did that Tell last us week. about Leo. He, it's a shout out. He listens He's to the podcast. You probably have. You suffer from CTE. No, now, Don. Now, now, listen to this, Don. Now, so, <laughs> this, is, this is what bemuses you. Do you know who the mayor of London is? Yeah, that um, Sadiq Khan. Hang on, oh, hang on, I'm getting good. We had Boris, whatever his name is. He Johnson. Was, he was the prime minister. This, no, he was the mayor of London uh, during the Olympics. Boris Johnson. Then they've got he, a. Who's the prime minister? Who's the? They've got a prime minister now from India, haven't they? Ricky, Richie, 
Sunak. Yeah, well, uh, hang on. No, that's the Prime Minister, isn't it? The Prime Minister of Britain is Richie Sunak. Okay, well, his mate's the Lord Mayor, is he? His mate is the Lord Mayor of London. I just said that, is Sadiq Khan. Well, they're all coming. The place has been taken over. So this is why I'm reading this out, Don. Please give me a chance, Don, for God's sake, man. The Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, is encouraging people to learn Arabic because he said he wants people to accept the culture, the culture of Arabic. And so the next news item after this came on the television was, listen to this, you think I'm making this up, 54 people were killed and 100 injured by a suicide bomber in Pakistan. And the reason, the reason why the suicide bomber blew up and killed 54 people and injured 100 was because it's an ongoing conflict against democracy which it, which it views as, a, as hostile to the principles of Sharia. Sharia? Sharia law. Oh, that's law. Yeah. yeah. So, the, the, so the Mayor of London wants you to learn Arabic because um, you want to adopt the, their culture. And the culture is uh, that 54 people were killed because it's a conflict against democracy, which it views as hostile to the principles of Sharia. So, uh, therefore, if you get involved in all that, Don, uh, that that is the greatest contradiction in terms I've ever heard. Why would you want to learn Arabic? Because um, it's a contradiction to democracy. Uh, This is why people are getting blown up. And it's uh, it's contrary to the principles of Sharia law, you know. Can I make a prediction? That women can't go to school and uh, can't drive a car and can't show their face and can't do anything. Can you mark this down? I could be wrong, but I'm going to make a prediction. Climate change. Spring has come early. We're in the middle of winter and the seasons are on the change. Blossom is now coming out. Blossom. Blossom and Blossom foliage on deciduous trees. I've noticed that in the past two weeks. You ever heard it's, of not, bl- it's not in the last week or so. You it's heard in of the last Blossom Deary? Who? Do you know who Blossom Deary is? This is what you do to me. Blossom Deary is a singer and she sang I'm Shadowing You. Uh, she's can a you famous singer. Can Blossom Deary. How's it go? I'm shadowing you. That's Frank Sinatra. Uh, you could tell that voice, could you? Yeah, Frank Sinatra. That, uh, Blossom Deary's song I'm Shadowing You. He goes... I'll play it for you. You keep going. Go okay. On. Well, anyway, spring is coming early. And I am going to say that we're going to have a very dry. I could be wrong. I hope I am wrong. You reckon that's? Um, I change? I think we're going to have a dry summer. Spring has come early, and the other thing that I am really worried about because there's been undergrowth, and I've said this in the past, you're not allowed to uh, burn off. What is it called? Mosaic burning or? Of the undergrowth, but I think we're in for a very bad fire danger season this year. And you're putting that down to climate change? No, climate I'm is changing, no, no, no. I'm but just not saying. For the, reasons the activists. No, hang on. It. It's all to do with his the, the currents and well, your mate. Who who was he on? You know, who said about yeah, the currents? William Kaninmont. Yes, said about the currents. Very good book. And it's got a lot to do with that, and that affects our weather. And I think we're going to be in for a terrible summer. If spring is indication, because it's coming. The horses are actually losing their hair right now. Mine are losing their hair, which is very interesting, because it doesn't happen until the, I don't know, the first, uh, no, the last week of September. 
early October. Well, so they're about six weeks ahead, the horses, in shedding their coats. I'm trying to get Blossom Deary up for you, Don. No, don't worry about Go it. Go on then, all right. When you're second oh, your you concert, fucking thing. Download the Google right. app. Um, all right, so um, uh, I was going to mention one other thing about... Uh, no, so we were completely correct, Don. We were ahead of the curve with... Please tell me this is her. This is Blossom Deary. Oh, please. They say it's spring. This is Blossom Deary. Do you like her? Well, I'm just telling you. This is about spring. Wait for the verse. Oh, God. Here we go. This is a bit like you singing on your 70th in that factory next door. What's that done? Well, you. At your birthdays, I've been to your 60th and your 70th. Um, Your 60th was down at some restaurant and you got Isaac Appel up on piano and your board is shitless with your rendition of something my way. Only by popular request, I did Okay, and then in your 70th, next door in the factory... I didn't sing there. Yes, you did. You got only up on after, stage uh, and sang. Only after Tom Burlinson yeah, entertained Tom fantastic. And then I, I just finished by someone said, why don't you have a song, Sam? Oh, Jeez, they couldn't hold you back. Nobody, no, nobody suggested that. You got up. But everyone had drifted That was a figment it. of your imagination, <laughs> somebody saying, will you get up and sing? They couldn't hold you back. So we were quite right, Don, about the COVID he's shit stuff. House. He's a shithouse singer. Don. He thinks he's Frank Sinatra, Tony uh, Bennett. I'll play you Bing so- Crosby. Hang on, I'll play he's you. He's shit. If you could speak for a minute. All I'll, he could do is play the drums. I'll find you, I'll, find you a, I'll get you a song of me. <laughs> oh, no, please. I do. don't. No, don't do it. Go on, speak, speak. No, I can't feel what you <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> no, shut up. Hang on now, just a minute. Um, I saw a very unusual press conference the other day. John Woodman, who was the developer who was found um, that he'd given money to Sam Aziz and Jeff Ablett, who were <laughs> both mayors of the city of Casey at the yeah, time, yeah. he got up and gave it. It was really weird. It's on YouTube. So I, And then Sam Aziz, he's an interesting-looking man. Uh, oh. Go on, keep going. <laughs> Sam... <laughs> Oh, this is unbelievable. We're supposed to be doing a podcast and you go off at me talking on the phone and you're conducting a conversation. Hang on. Come on, who's on the phone? Sam, who's Sam? Sam Kekovich. Now, just a minute. I'm going to put him on. Just a minute. Hang on, Sam. We won't be able to understand. Just a minute, Sue. Come on, put him on. Sam, do do not use some of those big words that we know nothing. Shut up, he can't hear you. Uh, uh, broadcaster, right now. You sh- put the earphones on, Don. Sam. Just a minute, Don. Fuck you. Can you hear us? <laughs> I got you loud right, and clear. Now, you're on. You're Don. on. You cannot be serious, uh, Sam. So go ahead. You've rung in. Uh, I shouldn't have had the phone on. Um, uh, I should have had it on mute. But now that you've rung, we're very happy yeah. to hear from you. What's going on? I've just finished well. telling Don. That yes. um, our media is a bit like the media in America who won't mention the absolute crooked, fraudulent president they have there. And they won't even mention it on CNN. Well, I was going to elaborate until, and I was absolutely delighted when you uh, paid me the honour of putting me through to speak to such a, a uh, large audience. No, you do have a large audience, but more important, we're two very uh, learned and. You know, uh, 
Hey, listen, before you go on with your bullshit, where's that jumper I gave you? We swapped in 1975. Where is my football jumper, number 23? Did you? What did you do with it? Well, that last sighting, Don, I think if my memory serves me correctly, you saw it perambulating around Durack Road. Uh, on its you, recent, gave it, uh, you gave it to a uh, bow that you were squiring and she wore it round. Uh, <laughs> she <What>? wore it around. <laughs> yes, well, go, the, sorry, the go person ahead. In question, yes, well, the person in question, I was short of a few, she- a few shekels to uh, <laughs> pay for the service, so I thought the jumper might fill the void. Uh, she was more than content with that, Don, so you'd be happy to know. But the reason I rang, Sam, uh, yes, and then I heard Don interrupt rudely, claiming that I'd be uh, elaborating with some obfuscations or prevarications. They're lies, Don, but they weren't. The reason I rang, Sandra, to be perfectly candid with you, was to, uh, <laughs> I had lost some phone numbers. I was inquiring about Rex's welfare, health and welfare, and uh, wondering if you could shoot his numbers. I, I will. But I, now that uh, at the appropriate time, you may be able to see fit to do that. But in I the will interim, do that when we, when we ring off. When we ring off. But in the interim, off. let me just say this. Yep. Let me say this. There are two words that best depict the spirit and the essence of the Australian character, and they are fair dinkum. <laughs> now, this place has been eroded. The very fabric of our, our, uh, our democracy has been eroded, uh, and these nondescripts who, who see fit I listen. to legitimise their own existence by pinging themselves in inane crusades to try and make themselves feel good because they're absolutely losers and feel absolutely chosen. Uh, and now, what else can I tell you? And uh, <laughs> a topic that's very close to us. Now, Don, you just stay with us. Uh, Sam, another topic that's very close to us is, of course, the uh, previous prime, uh, president of the, Amer- of the United States, Donald Trump. And you made a very pertinent comment, a very valid one, some time ago, when they were continually hammering and clipping at his heels that nothing short of an assassination will appease these... Uh, these uh, neocons, scurrilous, deceitful neocons, you know, pieces of uh, Bodine's excretia. <laughs> How they can be tolerated it is just insane. And you're right, the media is so derelict. And I'll tell you something else, Sam. If I may, just Don, bear with me one second. I'll get oh, out of here. I'm nearly asleep. No, Go. well, let me tell you what's happened to this country. We have become a loose collection of six fiefdoms, operated by six egotistical emperors supported by an emasculated Prime Minister who thinks the clever spin without good marketing and supported by an equally derelict media can actually work. That's why this country is rooted. And, uh, <laughs> can you well, put it a bit more plainly? No, he, he used some very good words and then and just then finished, finished with rooted. So that the layman could understand what he was talking about. He oh, he's got the well, common exactly. touch. You've got to sometimes, Don, employ the vernacular. You know, we've all got expansive <laughs> vocabs or lexicon, as you would say. Uh, you wouldn't know what that means. Um, and uh, sometimes a vernacular has the uh, has the impact to uh, to sort of just uh, ram the package home, for want of a <laughs> so better term. So to speak. So to speak. <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, our good friend, and you would have played against him, has just fallen off his surfboard. He listens to this when he's trying to crack a wave oh, yeah. out the back of Ocean Grove. Percy Jones. That uh, yes, Percy, uh, that uh, big we, man uh, from Carlton, he's into surfing now. You would have come up against him, Sam. Uh, you would have, wouldn't you? We have crossed paths on uh, on, uh, on a number of fronts, uh, Sam and Don. Uh, most recently, I actually had Percy on my 
podcast. I also do a podcast with Leon Wegard called uh, Life and Sport. Uh, and nowhere near has the ratings of yours, but then again, you know, where there was no intent. But Percy was a, uh, a guest one day, and I often speak to Percy down at that leafy tree-lined suburb of Bowen Heads, I believe, and he sits on the park bench there doing his crossword, so he rings me every <laughs> half hour. He struggled the other day. He struggled the other day, Sam. He said to me, he said, have you done the crossword? I said, I do it every morning, uh, as you know, at 6 o'clock. Uh, both crosswords. He said, look, I'm stuck with number 32 down. He said, what is it? It's a three-letter word. He said, what is it? Begins with I. He said, it's frozen water. Uh, I said, okay. <laughs> he said, it's a, it's a four-letter word starting with D. It's an entrance to a building. Those conversations that go for quite a while with his stuttering, wouldn't it, uh, Sam? Ah, uh, he's a lovely, he's a lovely, he's a lovely individual person. Very good man. Now, Sam, he's a very good man, indeed he is. Indeed I, I, he is. I'm going to, I'm going to forward uh, Rex's uh, phone number to you. He'd be happy to hear from you, and uh, it's very yeah. delightful to hear from you. Look, it's, uh, it's. Uh, I would have said an epiphany over a Sunday. A what? But given the fact it's an epiphany. An epiphany. Isn't that something to do with time, the Lord Jesus? Uh, epiphany? Don, I would imagine piety is not all that prevalent in your life, but uh, sometimes it helps to find uh, their maker in a moment of need. Uh, right, Sam? Look, at the moment, I'm just... Yeah, no, thank you. We're going to uh, ring off uh, because we go, we've, got a, we've got a very important guest who's just walked into the... Uh, uh, can't say. Uh, no, can't I can say. say. Now that he's turned up, I can say, because it's obviously we're going to interview him. But then... Uh, oh. That's all right. His name's James Tompkins. And he oh, has yeah, awesome. won 400 gold medals in hey. rowing. 400, Don. Really? And we're about to interview if him. If I may, pardon my intrusion, if I may be so bold... You no, are. No, this is no, no shape or form denigrating or the or, or making light of your uh, podcast, but we had an interesting uh, individual which I worked with last week at the Gold Coast. The guy that actually extracted the eleven kids out of the out of the cave in Thailand. Oh, man! He was riveting. What a hero that person! Sam, I cannot, uh, I cannot watch that. That I, I just cannot watch that. Uh, but what they did, he I know, was, fantastic. Uh, but it was purely an Australian, uh, yep. Australian device. You know, he was the one that came up with the idea of you know uh, euthanizing the kids with his partner and bringing them out in one at a time. Hang on, you said euthanize, hey, Sam. Sam, what? you said euthanize. Yeah, they euthanize the kids one by one. They Not put them totally to sleep. Euthanized, but really, you know, they were two kilometers in the cave. You know, the cave was two kilometers long. They settled them it down a, by uh, by making oh, them not really? realise what danger they're in, Don. Oh, exactly. But they, and interestingly enough, they lost a seal. You know, one of the seals at uh, a high seal. What? You know how well trained are they are. Yeah. One of them uh, unfortunately lost his life. But the interesting thing, the cave diving and normal diving is two vastly different things. And these guys, you talk about daredevil stunts. They go diving. I thought, you know, at Mount Gambier, cave diving, there's some great caves out there. But 
they dive off China apparently, and they go down for miles. Well, it's, it's, it is fascinating stuff. It is fascinating for and, another day. And your your friend that you do the crosswords with, uh, Peter, he he dives. He dives down uh, out the back at the Bomboras when he's catching the huge wave out there. Sometimes so he's a surfer, a diver as well. Waiting for a swell to come in, he'll dive right down to really? the kelp, the kelp beds, the kelp forests. Really, the kelp, kelp's very healthy. Yeah, yeah, just tell me one thing, and, and I must confess, I'm a layman when it comes to surfing. Even though I'm, I was a they would have had big, well, they would have had big Shut waves up, up around Myrtleford, wouldn't they, down the oven or the King tell River? Tell you one thing, what Sam? Midge Farrelly. Uh, was, yep. Does Percy use the long board or the uh, or the short fibre? No, he's got a 45 foot board. He can't fit on any other <laughs> length board. Uh, it's a huge, big lump of balsa wood. It's the longest balsa wood board that's ever been known. And he's got a seat riveted to it yeah, as well. He's got a walking frame up one end and he hangs five by moving the frame down to the front of the board. All the best, my friend. See you later. It's been an absolute delight. Good on you. Right, now we're turning that off. Now there's just a – isn't that extraordinary, Don, that we get someone in? Now we're closing this off now. <laughs> we're closing this up. If you're going to speak – don't speak. We're closing this off because a very, very important man's come in. So here we go. 